time to go into Auto Reverse with Tony and Matt, where we look at bands that were underappreciated, misunderstood, forgotten, and to some unknown. This week we're going Auto Reverse on Patrice Russian. Patrice Russian, you know, uh, it's a blast from the past. I haven't really thought of her name in a long time, man. I mean, I've long, actually a long time because, um, you know, and I, you know, there was Teen Night at the Agora where I, her songs would come up when a young Matt Sloan was in his, uh, going to uh, high school in Akron, Ohio. And that's where you went on Sunday night. You went to Teen Night at the Agora and her songs would be pumping. Um, yep. But she has such a fascinating story um, in terms of like her background and and where she kind of, you know, kind of kept herself pretty flexible and really saw an opportunity to take this, uh, take a lot of her deep knowledge about music and how to express herself through music and uh, and turn it into and weave it into gold. Yeah, she was a prodigy. Uh, jazz prodigy, jazz piano player uh, prodigy, and she even made like a straight up uh, jazz record early on. It might have been on Prestige or yeah, the Prestige, other, yeah. yeah. And so, so she was she was doing that, and I I heard the album, and it's great. I, I couldn't find it on Spotify, so I don't think the stuff that stuff's on on our playlist. But um, then I guess I think she may have had a conversation with Donald Byrd. If I'm not mistaken, and he kind of, she played, he, she played on one of his records on that record caricatures. Right. And, uh, I think she had a conversation with him and I think she'd sort of, he was one of the people that like talked her into like sort of crossing over and like going from straight jazz to like a more like R&B soul disco and and she really she went for it and even some of the even the the albums before straight from the heart which was the big the big hit album that had forget me nots right on it and stuff that was in the, in 82 so the ones before are really cool and they were sort of like the blueprint for for you know she was working that stuff out like kind of right you know how how she would cross over and she was also singing which i you know which which was that's cool that she said i'm gonna use this other skill that i have and 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 the arrangements were really cool for for what it was you know and very progressive and and and, you know that's that's amazing you know what's really interesting that i found out about patrice is that she attended a school in uh los she's from los angeles um and this this uh, prestigious school called lock high school uh their music program was prestigious rather and one of the, the, the instructor would invite guys like Herbie Hancock and members of Earth, Wind & Fire to speak at the school and rehearse there. And so, you know, she got a good idea, like, especially from those two guys that you could do, people do rock, jazz, you know, soundtracks and stuff. It's not a limiting field uh, music is. You can branch it out because, you know, you hear that early Earth, Wind & Fire is very jazzy. And they just... They, Hells yeah. I think, well, didn't um, uh, Maurice White played with, uh, what's his name, the, the keyboard? Anyhow, I'm, I'm always going to, I'm 
I had it in my head and it slipped out. Now you forgot. Okay, nah, that's okay. fine. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Forgive. we'll forgive you. You don't have to forgive me. I got it. There's there's plenty <laughs> of room on the shame train in my mind. Um, it, but she's like, you know, it could, it could all be part of the same life for her. And, um, you know, kind of what you were talking about, Donald Byrd. But, you know, it's she was reading this article in New York Times uh, uh, about her. And she's like, and, you know, I'm going to read this quote because I, I copied it because it was like it kind of points to her thinking that it kind of talks about a lot of her music. And it kind of adds this color that makes sense when you listen to her music. She said, uh when we were coming up, the prize was to be as versatile as you can be to play with anyone. You wanted to be able to play jazz with the greats, but you also wanted to know the nuances that allowed you to play dance music and create music that people wanted to move to. The challenge being getting enough vocabulary to have that balance. Mm. And man, yeah, you, she knew. And she you, knew. She had that. She had that. Just like Roy Ayers, like like you said, Donald Byrd, Herbie. They. They thought bigger. They thought more, and not bigger, more like open. universal. Yeah, 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 and o universal and open, and and their trajectory showed that. Like, because uh, if you think about Roy Ayers, you think about Patrice Russian and Donald Byrd, all their those records that they made, where you see the the transition from jazz to um, to more crossed over uh, R and B and soul and stuff with elements of jazz in it but there's so much nuance in that those transitions from one album to the next and that's what they were doing you know and and I, that and I, that's so cool that she kind of figured that out early on um it shows well know? like you know and i think it's fascinating too if you listen to almost all the music that especially the ones you have in the playlist you listen to all that music um you know for someone who's like like you were saying like a piano prodigy piano plays a it's like a real small part in her songs it's not like something that stands out like you know where you do a herbie hancock song it whether it's rock pop hip-hop jazz or whatever you're gonna hear his keyboards it's not her stuff is so nuanced and so more focused on you know the dance part or you know making getting the groove which I think is like central to most of her. She finds this. She locks into a groove. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And when even on even on slow songs, even yeah. on the uh, even on the uh, on the quiet storm type shit, which she was incredible at, maybe one of the best. Um, settle for she my love. Finds a groove and yeah, settle for my love. That is, there's something hypnotic and lush that just like pulls you right in. She was like, yeah, the, it's really just the arrangements. And like you saying that, like the key, even though she's a piano player, she's also a keyboard player. So I think what you what she's doing is she's subtly adding the layers of keyboard or synth or something to you know what I mean. So it becomes less piano based guitar. It's like the arrangement right. is bigger than the instruments that put it together. Yeah, it's not I'm not taking anything away from the instruments that put it together and the playing because it's fantastic. All you got to do is hear. Uh, number one, that instrumental on Straight From The Heart. Yeah. Um, you, you, you know that they could play their asses off. It's just, this. I think it's the progressive element of her arrangements that I didn't know that when I first heard her because I heard Forget Me Nots on the radio when right. I was a kid, like like you. And and I thought, ooh, this is such a cool song. It's so, it's so good. It's so like, it's so catchy. 
she sounds great. But I didn't understand all that other stuff because I was too I was too young. And then as I I got older and bought and just straight up bought her records and you know revisited Forget Me Nots and I, I think I bought the 12 inch for like a dollar somewhere. And then I just started going like diving back into her records and realizing like damn like she's great and but great and more than just pop star. I think, you know, like I was listening to it today and I was thinking, because I was interested that how, you know, how the arrangements and you were talking about those layers, it's like what stood out for me, and, it, and, it, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it feels like the part of her as a soloist or someone who could play the piano and to come up with, you know, expressions on the keyboards, it seems like she used that kind of know-how for her vocal hooks, because her vocal hooks, and just in lines that she would and kind of like, uh, yeah, I, I think hooks is probably the better word, her hooks, mm -hmm. and she would turn the phrase a certain way, like go a little higher and and how she, fra you know, the phrasing of putting it together was so fascinating. And I, you know, with, within the- It's magic, it's it, magic. Well, it's, 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 it's like, it's like beautifully jarring. It's like, it's like, yeah. cause it like, I remember like some, there's a part of most of her songs where she'll sing something and the way she sings it, it seems kind of incongruous with the, the rest of the, whatever she was singing or what was, what's going on. And it seems like it kind of has that little jazz element to where it's playing counter to it a little bit, but it's doing it in such a sweet little pocket that it just makes you pay attention to it. Um, and, uh, and kind of, you know, I was, I think, you know, we're, you and I are going through a lot of these songs. This is that you're noticing those layers and these things that she's doing that feel very natural. I mean, come off very natural because you're, you kind of get it in this little bit of a, this little bit of a hammock of like this, you know, you call it a groove, but I kind of like, I'm just sitting there just like swaying side to side and just smiling. And that's, that's her music. And that's her music. And it's not, there's nothing ostentatious. Like usually there's some dance stuff that dance music that they'll have something that it's clearly tr uh, a conceit that's trying to either stand out or make it seem more a little bit different than the the, the 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 disco hit or the dance song that came on before but there is you know there is some ingenuity in what she's doing and but there's a lot of it's just ingenuity 
but not someone who is trying to be a smart ass, but someone who's really just trying to make you move your move your ass. No, it's it's authentic. It's straight. It's straight ahead. It's like that album, straight from the heart. It's really just it's it's very accessible, um, but not accessible in like a pop a hooky pop way. Just it she kind of sucks you in in a way. It's very alluring. And I knew that even as a kid when I heard Forget Me Not, as soon as I heard that beat, you know, I knew like this is a different kind of song, but it's still it, it's it I could hear it a hundred times, you know, and and it that's her that's her sound. I mean, she's she's the best at that. She also is very progressive in the way that the her sort of um uh, um using synths and keyboards as mm-hmm. the sort of like lynch you know more of the hook hooks to her songs um i think it kind of it like it single-handedly in a way invented boogie so that's like a sub right you know a, su- a micro genre of of r&b and soul like this like sort of it sort of started happening post disco early 80s 80 81 is and then kind of had its zenith in some ways in 82 and her album straight from the heart was like the like the to me the sergeant peppers of that of that scene um there were other like lesser artists not lesser that's the word lesser known artists too that made that music and it's cool and and it's just like there's so much to her that's that's sort of beyond the music music i mean she was janet jackson's uh music director um, she did for um, the Grammys too, right? Yeah, and she did the music for the Grammys for like twelve years. She's a teacher at, uh, she's a professor at Berkeley School of Music. So, her contribution to music is so deep, and you and kind of slept on because I mean I'll talk about her to people and they're like they don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, I'm used to that, but at the same time, I I would think she would be more known, right? I would think so, but I think she's someone who has like a deep, you know, influence as well. I think, you yeah. know, she's also like from the Donald Byrd school of like I'm being a, a teacher rather than someone who's going to prop himself up a little more than anything. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, shit, I can hear her influence and stuff like Esmeralda Spalding. It is like her influence mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff is really clear. Um, mm-hmm. That, that. And Esmeralda Spalding is a really good one because she she has that same sort of can do the funk and has that vocal kind of uh, expressions that don't don't seem more joyful and unharnessed than restrained, even though mm-hmm. they it's not it's never really out of control. But um, I, you know you know the the question I was going to ask you was you know you were very you were very passionate. Uh, you're not. I wouldn't say passionate. You're passionate about persistent, persistent, persistent about having her be it someone we should talk about. And it, truthfully, on my end, I just, I just like, oh, I haven't. You know, let's give me some reasons why. And you, you know, you why don't you kind of kind of take me through like the reasons why you think or what made her pop up in your head as someone who we should talk about? Because that's always an interesting. You know, where the genesis of who 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 we're going to talk about comes up. Well, I, you know, I'm always looking for sort of hooky dance floor, um, you know, bangers, like things that you can 
always go to when you're DJing, you know, um, parties and stuff. But so she she comes to mind all the time, you know, you know, um, and her Evelyn Champagne King, people like that. Oh, right, so right. I'm always looking for those records. I have a lot of them already. But what is makes it a deeper sort of like immersion for me and why I really wanted to cover her is this is like I mentioned before, the slow songs, the ballads. It, it, and even some of the mid-tempo ones on some of the albums it's like it's more subtle in some cases they were hits they were like specialty right. show hits like on quiet storm in other cases they're just like you know bc material on the album but there's something almost as just as magical on those tracks as, as some of the more up-tempo stuff and i thought to myself this is an artist that cares right and it cares enough to spread her you know her artistry over all these songs and that to and it's good it's ta it's it's good it's tasteful it's funky it grooves it does everything and so i th i think to myself this is someone that needs more attention and you know why not put her on auto reverse yeah i mean again like i hadn't heard her music in a long time and she does she is very she's the type of music that it's not as probably celebrated as much as it should be and is more of a musician's musician mm -hmm. uh, you know label which is fine but it's like it's you know going through the playlist and going through other albums of hers it was it, you know it was a treat to see be, to her stuff because I could you can understand why she's not more celebrated but the fact of the matter is she's a wildly successful um, musician who is both she was smart enough to keep her, her, the rights to her music she's she's uh, she, I think she's a she's the chair of the USC uh, popular music music program and she was going I think she was she's was still touring and playing music doing back you know in helping out uh, you know like you were saying about the Grammys and uh, serving as music director and I'm sure I can almost guarantee it probably still writing music too um, yeah she's I, I don't know how active she is anymore if i just from what i read online it's it doesn't sound like she's been that active musically i think her last shows were like in 2012 2013 i think right uh so i you know but you know a lot of these a lot of these you know m musicians are up getting up there you know they're in their up you know late oh. 60s early 70s we're and it's, all it's, getting up we're all getting yeah up there, i know i know uh but it takes someone like people like us who st still remember because we were young we were around even if we were rather young uh <laughs> we remember the song we remember the songs and so that that's our job is to make sure people don't forget who these people were they were important they're just you know maybe you well, don't know about it for whatever reason but I think also it's like, you know, I, I think that one of the hardest jobs, you know, in the world is being a working musician because you can't just be a, being in a band. And I don't think you could just be a studio musician. I think you have to kind of work out multiple things to kind of ply your trade, like doing soundtracks, doing, you know, it's so much, it's so overwhelmingly difficult to be a, someone who can, you know, who can survive being an artist, and like, you know, like Patrice is a great example of someone who took a core of being a classical pianist, 
learned then went to school and learned jazz for it then branched out to do her own jazz but then branched out even further then became a musical director then you know you know it like she became a star doing her own records then went out to do musical directors then became a teacher and i don't even you know you know it's like it's such a fascinating but such a seems like arduous path to get to to really breathe it in and i'm i'm like bridging like three different things like my record listening versus being a musician and everything mm -hmm. i just think that there's so much to take in that it's just great to just be okay with just taking it in and i think you i, I think you're also drawn to maybe correct me if i'm wrong yes it's an honorable path that she took yeah, it is. And it's one that doesn't sound it's like she... It's an honorable path. It's an honorable path and one that she didn't probably take for granted because she, mm, she really... I don't think so. She took in that... Like when she hit the the, the groove thing, it, you know, she did it till she was probably got tired of it and then moved on to something else. And that's, and that's I think, how you have to be with everything. You can't rely on... I mean, I, even as people who are writers or do work in movies like you have to kind of have a broader sense of things um you know because it's it will swallow you otherwise i mean you can't there's not really a you know a cubicle job for musicians really no but i i know what you mean yeah i, I, I know where i know where you're going with this it's just like it's she's someone that <clears throat> navigated all of it and continues to do it and uh but i mean for me because i'm not a musician never was i just i could i could only sort of look at like the work you know the albums um and the and the older i get that's the more that i look at i just look at the albums and and i think this person left behind quite a legacy just on recorded music and then all the other stuff is bonus right, right? like anything else she did was bonus uh and it makes for a great story and it's like really cool um and like i said honorable but at the same time i'm just like i just love her albums you know because they're just i don't know it was a the work of a sublime artist who you know didn't give a shit really about whether she was this or that or, or you know whatever right i completely agree and it's like one of the reasons why i you know like i said i'm very thankful to both tony and to the people who are listening to this show because it does give me a good chance to work out things with myself, but also get to connect with some. <laughs> yeah, you get to connect, but get to connect with great music and this and mm -hmm. like today. So send your, uh, you know, suggestions for music that we should check out and talk about because that always makes me feel good hearing from from uh, listeners, but also getting suggestions about what we should be talking about and. Yeah, hit us up at autoreversepod at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Sorry, I was thinking about... You're too, you're too, you're too busy trying to make auto-reverse into the self-care of uh, music podcasts. Yeah, I, so I, I kind of... blew I, right past Instagram. Uh, yeah, I kind of did that. I went with the open toe. went a little open toe there at the end. <laughs> but uh, no, buddy, uh, just, you know... Great suggestion, and hopefully, listeners, you give us a suggestion. And uh, until next time. All right, peace. <laughs>